A reading from the book of Leviticus. The Lord said to Moses, speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them, be holy for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. You shall not bear hatred for your brother or sister in your heart. Though you may have to reprove your fellow citizen, do not incur sin because of him. Take no revenge and cherish no grudge against any of your people. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you. 
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, do you not know that you are a temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you considers himself wise in this age, let him become a fool so as to become wise. For the wisdom of the world is foolishness in the eyes of God. For it is written, God catches the wise in their own ruses. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. So let no one boast about human beings, for everything belongs to you. Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world of life or death or the present or the future, all belong to you and you to Christ and Christ to God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 God is truly in him. Sisters, may our Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your heavenly father 
For he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what's so unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? Blessed indeed. Now, as we prepare for Lent, the Gospel tells us what we need to be working on, right? So the first reading, he talks about, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Then it says, you are God's temple, which you are, and this is holy. And then you get to the last line of the gospel, so be perfect, just as your Father is perfect, which means be holy as your Father is holy. So what we're doing as we prepare now for Lent, we got to focus on what holiness is. And we've talked about it before. Holiness is when God's will and our will become one. So again, we have the one purpose in our life to do God's holy will, especially during Lent. It's not doing your will and asking God to bless it. It's doing his holy will. And so through the church, we've always been taught for Lent, the three practice we must do, one for each, is pray, fast, almsgiving. Pray, fast, almsgiving. Now again, Some of you look at me and you hate me when I tell you this every year. But again, if you're going to do the same thing you always do, you're a pagan. Right? Because you are doing what you want to do. This is what I always do. Your job and my job is to listen to God and do what he wants to do. Especially during Lent. So we got to sit there and think, you know... My father, who's been dead a long time now, sat there and he hated this gospel we read today. Because again, as I've told you, my dad believed in the God of the Old Testament, where an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth is the law. But then Jesus came and he changed it. He says, I say to you, offer no resistance for evil, love your enemies. So my father believed that God got mad at him because he changed the law and had him killed. Whoa, what kind of theology is that? But we all make up our own theology, whatever fits us, instead of what does God tell us. And that's so important. So what I encourage everybody to do this Lent, when it first comes to prayer, and that's what we're going to deal with first, Praying is about listening. It's about getting to know God. God already knows you. He knows all your prayers. He knows everything. The point is to get to know him. So what I want to encourage everybody in the parish and everyone who's watching to take and just spend time every day for the, it's more than 40 days of Lent if you count Sundays and you count Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. It's 46 days. And I want you to spend time with the four Gospels, just the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now, when you're focusing on these things, there are 89 or 86 total chapters. 
all four Gospels. So in 46 days, it's about reading two chapters a day. I think everybody can handle this, can you not? Is it really hard? No. And so what's going to happen is when you do that, and I want you to have a notebook, buy one, have one, uh, uh, just uh, uh, something you can write on. And what I want you to do every day is sit there and think, get to know Jesus. How's he portrayed? What's he thinking? What's he saying? How's he living? Because if not, we all make up our own religion. Well, this saint says this, or this one says this. I don't care what anybody said. Who is Jesus Christ? Get to know him. The teaching of the church is who made me? God made me. Why did God make me? He made me to know him. St. Jerome says ignorance of the scripture is ignorance of Christ. You can't know Jesus unless you're spending time in his holy word. So, for Lent... You get to know Jesus and make sure it's Jesus. So you're writing, okay, what is Jesus doing today? Now, when you start off in Matthew and it starts off with the history of Jesus, the genealogy, well, what am I going to get out of that? The God of the universe humbled himself to enter into our mess to save us. Huh? He entered into our mess to save us. And again, when you get to Matthew 1, it says, you will name him Jesus because he will save us from our sins, save his people from their sins. So you write that in the thing. Jesus came to save us. You don't have to write the full verse. Just summarize it. Jesus came to save me. And then to each one of you get those every day, then make a prayer. Jesus, help me to know that you're here to save me. Help me to know that you enter into my mess. Now, it's not just reading about Jesus, it's talking with Jesus and getting to know Jesus as he reveals himself as God in human form. Just spend this Lent getting to know Jesus. Not about him, not reading a book about Jesus. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Just get to know Jesus this Lent. A lot of you have never even spent time reading the Gospels. This would be a great time because when it comes to your pastor telling you to do something, are you bound to do that? Yes. Whoever said no, slap that person right there. You all beat them now. Yes, you're bound to do something like that because I'm telling you how to grow in holiness. Without holiness, we will not see God. Do you understand that? If you spend your whole life doing what you want to do, you won't see God. Even if what you're doing appears to be holy. Because you and I are only called to do what God wants us to do. And most of us never ask God what he wants. We just do what we think is good. Well, that got to change this Lent. If you do this, this Lent can be the most transforming part of your whole life. Number one, pray. Number two, you got to fast. Now... Again, this is where we come up to, I give up chocolate. Please, Jesus dies for you and you gave up chocolate for him. You got to sit there and find out where your sin is and then give it up. So if your sin is looking at porn, you have to give up the computer the whole whole length. Sorry, that's where your sin is. If you're going to fast, well, make sure you do a good fast and don't waste fasting on yourself. Do it for someone else. If you want to be like Jesus, do it for someone who hurts you. 
do it for your enemies. <gasps> I will not. Then you're not like Jesus. And the point of Lent is become like Jesus Christ. Right? Because no one lived God's will more perfectly than he did. Nobody. And so if we're called to be holy when God's will and our will becomes one, we look at Jesus. How did you do it, Jesus? How did you do it? Not the, how did St. Paul do it. Not how did St. James do it. Jesus, how did you do it? And then you sit there and you imitate Jesus. So if you fast, if it's bread and water, if it's non-between meals, whatever it is, Lord, and if, again, if it's giving up television because television is your thing that sends you, if it's giving up, you know, like your, whatever your news is, it just tells you what you want to hear, I think giving up news would be powerful for all of us. Giving up the Internet would be the best thing. I could start naming some of you who must give up the Internet because of what you post. Give it up. Stop judging the world. Fast from it. Learn to become like Jesus Christ instead of like what this person says or what that person says. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Third thing you got to do is almsgiving, taking care of the poor. Now again, you know, what does this Jesus says here? And when we spend time with him, we get to know what he says. So Jesus says, give to anyone who asks of you. Do not turn your back on the one who wants to borrow. So there's a person standing at the, the corner today, and you come out of church, you're all holy, holy, and they ask you for money, and you turn your back. That ain't what Jesus says, is it? Do not turn your back. And yet, we do it in Jesus' holy name. So we got to sit there, and every one of us got to do one of each of the three things, because that's the church's teaching. You got to ask God what he wants, and he expresses that through his miserable pastor, and you decide, I'm going to get to know Jesus this year by spending time every day, two chapters a day, and reflecting on what Jesus was like, writing it down so you get to know Jesus. You're going to fast for somebody else, not for yourself. And when you do it for somebody else, guess what? Who gets the benefits? You do. And then you're going to take care of the poor. And one of the things you can do is you can sign up for our thing beginning on Ash Wednesday, our uh, homeless shelter or the overflow shelter here, we still need 28 people, especially from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the middle of the night. Oh, Father, that'd be so hard. I know, that's the point. You're going and dying for somebody else who you don't know, the least of the brothers and sisters. So this Lent, let it not be just another Lent. This Lent, let it be where we truly grow in holiness, that we seek one thing, to know God's will and to live God's will. You got it? You get it? You're going to live it? May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.